We're going to take a break from the analysis, from the, the number crunching, the fretting of the matchups. Who has the advantage? Ohio State, Clemson. We're going to take a break from all that today and do a little bit of retrospective. Both Ohio State in the past, going to talk about some guys killing it in the NFL. One specific guy, Michael Thomas. Man, has he really stepped up and become the guy as far as receivers go in the NFL. We'll take a, a look at the success that he's having. And also, as signing day is coming up on Wednesday for Ohio State football, we're going to look ahead to a guy that I am really excited about for Ohio State that I think he's going to be a difference maker. I'll tell you who that is coming up later on the show. Also, a little bit of a nostalgic week coming up next week as we preview Ohio State Clemson. We're going to take a trip down memory lane next Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Every day I'm going to give you one game one of the best wins of Ohio State in the last 25 years. We're going to count down from number five all the way to number one, leading up to the Saturday Fiesta Bowl between OSU and Clemson, and I need your help to do that. I'll explain coming up in the third segment how you can help me put this list together. Locked on Buckeyes is brought to you by JFQ Lending. All of your mortgage and refinance needs should be handled by a Buckeye. Licensed in 33 states and more on the way. Check them out at jfqlending.com. As your only daily Ohio State football and basketball podcast, I hope you keep coming back for more. Please spread the word, spread the good cheer. Tell everybody you can about Locked on Buckeyes. I thank you for keep coming back. We are on all of your favorite podcasting platforms, pretty much Apple, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or simply say, play the Locked on Buckeyes podcast on your smart speakers. You can follow me on Twitter at KYLAM8 and follow the show at Locked on Buckeye. If I'm being honest, I, I could talk about Ohio State Clemson today, the Fiesta Bowl, the college football playoff. We could talk about it tomorrow and the rest of the week and every day next week leading up to December 28th kickoff. We could do that, but you would probably get tired of it. We, I think with three weeks in between the Big Ten Championship and the playoff, run the risk of oversaturating the coverage and talking about it to death. And let's be honest, your nerves would probably be shot if we did that every day. Um, I know I would be talking about, I'd be sick of talking about it. I'm trying to uh, conserve myself and not get too high or too low talking about it. I think Ohio State has a great chance and we'll continue to preview the game. But I wanted to take a break today and look at Ohio State in the past and look at Ohio State in the future. We'll start with the past. I, I think you guys and gals have noticed that Ohio State has uh, a certain former receiver that is absolutely lighting the NFL on fire right now, and that is can't guard Mike, Michael Thomas, wide receiver for the Saints. If you haven't been paying attention, I'm sure most of you have, but in the event that you have not, he is on pace now for a hundred and. 50 receptions this year, which would be an NFL record. He had another 12 catches for 100 yards plus and a touchdown in the blowout win over the Colts Monday night. Michael Thomas is the exact reason why you can't base everything on speed. And we see that going on with Guy Scott Sr., or I'm sorry, Guy Scott Jr. right now. The same reason that the ESPN keeps saying, well, 
He's not a five-star because speed this, speed that. And I'm sick of it. It's You could see late in the 2014 season that Michael Thomas was going to be a very good NFL player. I don't think any of us saw him developing into the best player in the NFL or best receiver in the NFL. But you could see what route running and quickness and strength and hand-eye coordination and all of the traits that Michael Thomas has, you can see what that does for a receiver. He is a complete receiver. He may not be the downfield super big play threat that exists with some guys in the NFL, but my goodness, for the fact that Thomas is this good of a receiver and catches the ball when New Orleans has very other few go-to guys just shows how good he really is because teams are still unable or at least unwilling, if not unable, to slow Michael Thomas down. They haven't found a way to stop the ball from getting into his hands. 150 catches he's on pace for right now. It's insane. He's got almost 1,500 yards receiving on top of being on pace for 150. 133 catches I think he's sitting at right now. And it's just... It, it really is incredible to see what Thomas does. So this is why I, I, I nitpick when I, if the only reason, it's kind of like my my uh, pet peeve with quarterbacks. And it, ironically, he plays with a guy, Drew Brees, that was the ultimate pet peeve of mine because everybody said, Drew Brees, you're not a first round pick because you're too small. If that's the only knock on a, on a quarterback, being too small, then you better take the guy if that's your only knock. If your only knock is a re- on a receiver is speed, you better take the guy. Because you can... you Look, you can't be a 4'8 receiver in the NFL and have success. But if you're a 4'4'5", four, 4'5 four, five, four, five receiver, if you're strong, if you've got great footwork, good hips, if you can see the ball in and catch it, if you can high point it, if you can do those things you're going to have a successful career in the NFL. It's, it's kind of fun to look at Michael Thomas when you also look at some of the other Ohio State receivers. Garrett Wilson, I think, has a Michael Thomas trajectory coming. Julian Fleming, Jackson Smith in the future. Mookie Cooper. Geese Scott, as I mentioned earlier. You can go down the line. Marvin Harrison Jr. And the guy I'm going to talk about in the next segment, C.J. Stroud. Man, it's, it's, it's fun to think about the trajectory that Ohio State has had in recent years with all this NFL talent. We could go on for days and days and days talking about the Bosa's. Uh, you know, we talk about uh, Sam Hubbard is having an excellent season. An otherwise standout for a disappointing Bengals year, Sam Hubbard was really good this year. It's kind of, I'm kind of conflicted because I would so love to see Chase Young on the other side of that Bengals defense opposite Sam Hubbard. But at the same time, as I said yesterday, you can't turn down Joe Burrow. You just can't do that. I'm so excited to think about Joe Burrow with that Bengals team, but I digress. The point is, Ohio State is it's just absolutely loaded with talent. But seeing Michael Thomas is truly special because he is butting into a superstar. He is doing things that no NFL receiver has ever done in the aggregate quantity as well as quality of catching passes in the NFL. I love to see it. 
I, if you have not watched the Saints this year, I know some of you aren't big NFL fans, and I don't blame you. I, I you know, NFL comes second for, for me as well. It's college first and then NFL. But when the Saints play this year in the playoffs, turn on the New Orleans Saints to see the best wide receiver in the NFL, Michael Thomas. It is well worth your time. He is a privilege to be able to see play football. The absolute underachiever or overachiever, I should say. He is the absolute overachiever. Nobody expected this. Even in the wildest dreams, guys like myself that thought he would be a good NFL receiver, I never saw this coming. One other note as far as former Ohio State guys, Terry McLaurin, another receiver, looking absolutely phenomenal in his rookie season with the Redskins. Dwayne Haskins finally having a really good game, kind of a breakout game against the Eagles this past week. I know the Eagles defense has been giving up a lot of yards to quarterbacks throughout the year, but still, it it was absolutely way too early for people to be writing off Dwayne Haskins as a bust, especially given they have one of the worst offensive lines right now in football. They have a guy, Adrian Peterson, that is way past his prime, that is not being able to make plays as a running back. They have one receiver, and that's McLaurin. Haskins is making the most out of a bad coaching situation. He's in the worst position possible as a rookie quarterback. He was not going to have an opportunity for a lot of success this year, but he's making the most of it now. The numbers aren't showing it up until this week, but he has been getting better. He's making better reads, better decisions. He's feeling a little more comfortable adjusting to the speed of the game. I wish Dwayne Haskins could be the backup in waiting, the the predecessor to Drew Brees, because seeing him and Terry McLaurin with Michael Thomas would be an absolute dream come true in New Orleans. But anyway, get that team an offensive line, get them a running back, a coach that cares about their well-being and their trajectory themselves. And I think they're going to have great careers. I really am not ready to write off Dwayne Haskins, but Michael Thomas, another glaring promotion for the Ohio State University in the NFL. Can't guard Mike. If ever there was a Twitter handle that encapsulated a guy more than that, I'd like to see it. Because it's true, you cannot guard Michael Thomas. I mentioned C.J. Stroud. His announcement coming up here tomorrow as we near signing day. What I think of C.J. Stroud becoming a Buckeye and why I'm so excited about this kid. Coming up next. This isn't meant to be some sort of consolation prize or make you feel better about a possible loss to Clemson this weekend, next weekend, I should say. But I do want to do a little bit of looking ahead, a little what if, just imagining the offensive skill players coming in for Ohio State. It's almost like, Uh, If you watch Golden Girls, remember Sophia, picture it, Ohio State 2020. Justin Fields installed by Vegas as the preeminent favorite for the Heisman Trophy next year, plus 250. Trevor Lawrence was second at plus 350. You look at the talent coming back at running back, Master Teague, Marcus Crowley, maybe even Steel Chambers, Mayan Williams coming in. We're assuming J.K. Dobbins is gone. I think that's a fair bet for right now. For this exercise, we'll assume that wide receiver is going to be loaded next year. Chris Olave, 
Garrett Wilson is going to take the next step in his development via monster. Just watch. Don't forget about Jamison Williams. Speedburner going to make a huge impact on the offense next year with his big playability. C.J. Saunders may have a sixth season. But you look ahead in this class, the guys coming in, Joe Royer, a really steady Eddie tight end from Cincinnati Elder. The receivers, best receiver in the country, Julian Fleming. Jackson Smith, Gee Scott, I mentioned earlier, Mookie Cooper. The best offensive lineman in the country, Paris Johnson. Then looking ahead to next year, after Jack Miller comes in at quarterback, you've got Kyle McCord next year following him. Marvin Harrison Jr., another big-time receiver, Jaden Ballard. But for me, the cherry on top right now, the guy that is expected, hoped to sign with Ohio State on Wednesday, first day of the signing period, early signing period, C.J. Stroud. This quarterback, I don't... I think this guy is being undersold. I tell you what, I've been watching video on him off and on for a couple months, and I see absolute star written over C.J. Stroud. If, in fact, he commits to Ohio State and signs, as it's hoped that he will, I think this is the guy with all those receivers that is going to ensure Ohio State is an offensive juggernaut for years to come. I watch him. This guy, he's got a really, really good arm. He's very, uh, very flexible, very versatile, moves well in the pocket. He seems to have a great vision downfield when he's escaping. He's not just a runner, but he's able to look downfield. I like this guy. I think he's going to put on some weight. And I think he is going to be a star. That's not to discount Jack Miller in this class. I'm not saying that he can't win the job or won't be a star himself. But man, I look at C.J. Stroud and I, I try to picture him with those receivers, Wilson, Williams, Fleming, Smith, Scott, Marvin Harrison. I mean, it is disgusting, the amount of talent. We were just talking about Michael Thomas in the previous segment. But it is insane the amount of skill that Ohio State will have in these next couple of classes at quarterback and receiver. I think running back is going to take care of itself. I know people are still disappointed by the loss of Bijan Robinson. Looks like he's probably going to sign with Texas. I think that's a mistake, but hey, it's his to make. But Mayan Williams is going to be a good back. I'm really high on Marcus Crowley. I know he didn't get a lot of playing time this year, but you saw spurts of him carrying the ball in garbage time. Master Teague is going to have a great year. Ohio State will be fine at running back. But when you have the kind of quarterbacks, receivers, and offensive linemen that the Buckeyes are going to have the next couple years with Ryan Day and this offensive staff, folks, I really, really think we will be seeing Ohio State much more in the college football playoff going ahead. But if you haven't had a chance to look at C.J. Stroud, do that now because I promise I challenge any of you to watch him for 15, 20 minutes. Find find his YouTube highlights. There are plenty of videos out there. I challenge you to watch for 15 and 20 minutes and come back and say you're not impressed with this kid. He's a little on the slender side, but he'll bulk up. But he's got the arm. He's got the mobility. You know, he's never going to be a big-time runner. But he's got the long strides and the quick feet in the pocket to be a really good scrambler 
and kill teams on third and 10 because of his running ability. There is everything in the world to like about this guy. He is a future star in the making. Quincy Avery, the quarterback coach for Justin Fields, loves this guy. That's enough for me, even if I didn't see it with my own two eyes. But really, really interested to see the development of these guys. Ohio State has enormous talent coming through the system. Really, really excited about the future for Ohio State. Every one of you should be thrilled to see the guys coming in. Coming up next, got a challenge for you. We're putting together a list of the top five wins of Ohio State in the last 25 years. I need your help. I'll explain next. So next week, I have a little fun project that I'm going to do here for the Locked on Buckeyes podcast. Here's the deal. I want to put together a list of the top five Ohio State wins ranked five through one in the last 25 years. And we're going to start, we're going to do number five on Monday and work our way down all the way to number one being on Friday, the last episode before the Fiesta Bowl between Ohio State Clemson. So to do this, what I want to do is I need your help. I've already put this out on Twitter. If you can find my tweet at KYLAM8 where I ask for this, go back to Monday afternoon when I first put put this out on Twitter. I'm looking for you to give me your top three Ohio State victories of the last 25 years. Rank them number one, number two, and number three. If you can't find the tweet, then go ahead and tweet at me with your top three with the hashtag top five. But if you can find the tweet and reply in that thread, that would be helpful. I'm going to take all of your votes. I'm going to tabulate them with three points for first, two points for second, and one point for third. And I'm going to come up with a top five list of Ohio State wins over the last 25 years. And we'll post them. We'll talk about them next week on the Locked on Buckeyes podcast. I'll do them one per day. We'll reminisce together and kind of take a trip down memory lane for Ohio State football. I know this will be a lot of fun for you guys. I think it'll, I'm sure it'll be a lot of fun for me. It's always, I, I've noticed something with my friends and family and a lot of people I know, and I do this too. I'm sure you do as well. Whenever you get to this time of season with big bowl games, playoffs especially, the same goes for the NCAA tournament for basketball in March. There's a tendency for people to get really nostalgic and they start going back, looking through old VH, VHS tapes, DVDs, videos you can find, condensed games on YouTube and on the internet. And you go back and watch some of your favorite moments, some of your favorite plays, some of your favorite games. We all do it. Everybody I know that's a sports fan does it. So I kind of thought with the Clemson game coming up, almost New Year's playoff semifinal, what a perfect time to take a trip down memory lane with some old Ohio State games. So as I said, next week, Monday through Friday, we'll count down the top five games of the last 25 years. I chose 25, 1995 through 2019. I chose that because I wanted to try to include as many people as possible, games that they can relate to, so I didn't want to go too far back in time. So I'm, I'm picking 95, the 25-year cutoff, so that we can try to keep this relevant to everybody that listens or almost everybody that listens. So tweet at me if you can find my tweet from Monday afternoon that would be helpful post that in that thread I need you to give me your top three games in order number one number two number three if you can tweet them in that thread please do so if not then 
make sure you include the hashtag top five and then tweet at me with your list. One through three, top three games of Ohio State wins in the last 25 seasons. Should be a lot of fun. I'll take the top five vote getters and we'll reminisce every single day next week on Locked on Buckeyes. I'm looking forward to it. Should be a fun exercise. So tweet at me. Give me your votes. Uh, You'll have until the end of the evening on Thursday to get your votes in. And after that, I'm going to shut down the voting. And starting on Friday throughout the weekend, I'll tabulate them so I can have them ready to go by the Monday episode. That's going to do it for Locked on Buckeyes today. Make sure you get your votes in. Thanks for listening. Of course, please tell a friend, a friend, a family member, whoever, please uh, send them to the Locked on Buckeyes podcast. We're on all of your favorite podcasting platforms, Apple and iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, you name it, we're there. Find me on Twitter at KYLAM8. Find the show at Locked on Buckeye. Thanks for giving us a listen. We'll be back on Wednesday. We'll talk more recruiting and look ahead to Ohio State and Clemson. Thanks for listening. Have a good one.